It's June! A year ago, we celebrated June Manji, but this year we're returning to our month-long celebration of Broadway. That's right, it's another edition of Junesicle Theater Month. And this June, we're diving into the world of Stephen Sondheim. First up, a show from the 70s that has been revived and rebooted about as often as Star Wars has. Company! Hello and uh, hello, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Josiah, and welcome. Hello to all of our listeners. This is how Star Wars is it the only podcast? That's right. As it That's turns right. out, it's the only podcast. And what do we do? We well, we rate things on a scale of one to ten, but not of how good or bad they are. No, 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 no. no. Of how Star Wars they are. Right. Think. Uh, the movies, the Star Wars films, of course, but there's also Star Wars video games and books mm-hmm. and comics and books, TV, shows, TV shows, Disney Plus yeah. streaming shows. All of those things put together, the sort of collective, you, you take all those things, you throw them in a pot and you put it on the front left burner. That's my favorite burner. And yeah. you get it mixed right down, guy, yeah. simmering, bubbling into a Star Wars chili. That chili is a perfect 10 out of 10. And we are comparing things to that Star Wars chili. And this month, all month long, we're comparing specifically musicals, specifically <laughs> Sondheim musicals, uh-huh. uh, because it is Junesicle Theater Month. That's right. Longtime we- listeners may remember two years ago when we covered Hamilton, uh, The Music Man, Rent. Yep. What else was in there? High School Musical. High School Musical. <laughs> I think it was a five Monday month, too. Wasn't there one other? Probably. Gosh, I'll look cares? it up real fast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this, this, this. Yeah, we're honing this, in the focus this month. Yeah, we're only doing Sondheim. Right. And we're starting out with one of our collective favorites and uh, guest of the show, apparently also his favorites. Mm-hmm. Company, and yes. we have we do have a special guest this week. That's right. Recently, Josiah and I, uh, speaking of performing musical theater, did an improvised musical with our guest this week: actor, improviser, and mom, Bree Fitzpatrick. Don't forget mom. Don't forget mom. Hi. Hi. Welcome. It's the thing that defines me. Yeah. Yeah. I have no other identity. You know? Mm. Hey, that's uh, that's uh, that's not true, Brie, because I just did a musical improv show with you, and you were the best person on the stage. <laughs> wow! And that's Thank what defines you. you. Musical Thank you improv. for accepting <laughs> my uh, Venmo five dollars to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no problem. Accepted. Yeah, don't worry, you're um, not just a mom. You're also a musical improviser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and both pay so well. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. The important things in life. Yeah. Music improv and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but welcome to the show, Bree. It's it, we 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 had you on because we were mm-hmm. in the show with you the other week, and we were like, "Why haven't we had Bree on yet?" Well, and so, actually, right. this is a little bit more how it went down. Um, we were talking <laughs> about. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. hanging out with uh, Bethany Remily afterwards, uh-huh. yeah. and Rob you talked about like, oh, she's been on the show 
a couple times, yeah, and <laughs> Rob, and and then talking about how you and had like, CJ on a few times. Yeah, CJ. You're like basically everyone we know who's remotely <laughs> talented has been on the show. Uh, and I was like, and then I a single tear. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why we haven't had you on. And you were like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, let's let's make this happen. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're fixing then, the problem. Yeah. And then as I do with everything in life, I guilted you into letting me do something. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. We, we were bullied into no, letting honestly, you on the show. That is how at least a handful of guests have been on the show was like them saying, hey, I want to do your show. And it was like, oh, thank God. We don't have to like ask someone. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything more embarrassing than asking someone to be on your podcast? <laughs> nope. No, maybe get maybe getting pantsed in the lunchroom. <laughs> When you're in junior high, but Is that's this, like, that's about are it. Are you speaking from experience, Josiah? Well, it wasn't in the lunchroom, but it was a PE one time. I did get pants. Oh, wow. Uh, full, full, all layers? No, thank <laughs> okay. God. My, uh, thank God full. my underwear stayed on. <laughs> Good. But my purple, sh- my purple gym shorts went whoop. Oh. Did they you have good underwear on? No, not back then. They were tidy whities baby. <laughs> Yay! I mean, I, I just know feel about... like that's like a sweet little image. Does it that, kind is that of perverted? Is that perverted? No, I was young. It was cute. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. but that's also maybe what makes it. No, I, don't I was know. a kid. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I'm a it's mom. Fine. Moms are allowed to say anything yeah. they want right, about young right. children and their underwear yeah. <laughs> it's fine yeah. i think it's fine but we're not talking about my underwear this mm-hmm. week we're talking about do you guys remember what was the t- like i i think i was in college when i was like it's time to start buying good underwear Ooh. i think i was far after college and by think i mean i am certain because there was one summer here in Chicago that I made something like $120 worth of credit to me undies by referring people to me undies. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me they now sponsor this podcast. Oh, nobody oh. does. <laughs> they sponsor like 900 podcasts. Why yeah. not you guys? Yeah, that's because those saying. ones have uh, like a triple digit or higher listener base <laughs> that's impossible yeah. no one yeah. has that no one has that these days in this podcast economy this podcast climate yeah impossible speaking of climate well, by the way just just for a fun little tangent here i was just recently like a week ago brie in your neck of the woods not here in the city of chicago but in the greater seattle area <gasps> Oh, in fact, we went through Mercer Island of all places. Because when my friend said it, I was like, I know this. (laughs) (laughs) This this thing. I've heard of this thing. thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was really lovely. on I-90. You have Mm -hmm. to go across it. Um, We went out to the mountains. So we went right through it. So I could get on I ninety here in Chicago and just keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. I have uh, been to both ends of I ninety. But yeah, pretty remarkable that 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 little street runs through uh, where I live now and where I grew up. That is that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lovely place, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, did you get good weather? No. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah. We went just east of the mountains, and then all of a sudden, it was like we were in like the summer. Oh, but then yeah, as soon yeah, as we went back block, west, yeah, it acts. Um, 
the Cascades and the Olympias there uh, kind of act as a blockage for like uh, weather and cold and damp and uh, informed opinions. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. I saw <laughs> for the very first time in person a, a adult man, he had to have been in his like 50s or 60s, wearing a Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt in Leavenworth, yeah. Washington. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought that was just like a, a lame thing you guys yelled and like had on flags, right. but you're wearing the shirt like when you're watching your kids on the right. playground? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's you, prou- you proudly want that to be the first thing <laughs> yeah. anyone sees about you. I- I did see a Let's Go Brandon bumper sticker here in Chicago the other day. And in I was Chicago, like, Chicago of all places. Yeah. I had a similar feeling of like, oh, it's not just on the internet. Yeah. Right, right. I didn't know it existed in real life. Like that uh, Eminem's Santa commercial. Like, they do exist. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Yes. But like, um, but like, way less desirable because i love that yeah, santa and M&M's commercial yeah. and i never wanted santa to go and anywhere. m&m's yeah yeah <laughs> i would love if santa exists there's no bad and, guy he d- and he does and he does and he does if cj's son peter is listening <laughs> yes guest of the podcast yes. yes um he does exist but we're talking we're not talking about santa this week we're not no, talking about or underwear M&M's this week or seattle <laughs> or M&M's or the seattle yeah we're talking about steven sondheim's company yes, yes. now What's everyone's journey with this musical? Okay, because Mike said he's listened or he first was like exposed to it relatively recently. Yeah, I said yeah, that so before I, we I, were recording, didn't I? Right, and and I wanted to ask about that because I uh, all three of us, I assume, we met. Uh, well, no, actually, uh, Mike, you and I met through comedy sports. Um, yes, that's right. Uh, uh, house team. Doing improvised like, double What do they there. call it? What do they call it? Just a house team. Um, mm-hmm. And Josiah, you and I met doing Anarchy, Anarchy an improvised mm-hmm. rock opera, which Mike also does. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of assume we're all musical theater dorks. Yes. Uh, and I know we've all done a fair amount of musical theater, but like, would you, would you identify as a musical theater dork? Um, I identify as a musical theater dork in the same way I think I identify as a Star Wars dork, where depending on the group of people I'm talking with, I realize, oh, God, I am out of my depth here. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. As as do I with yeah. musical theater, because I'm like, I, I love it. I will, like, talk about favorite shows and songs and yeah. maybe even a production or two but then there are people who like will tell you every person to right. have ever yeah. played yeah you know like Rizzo. they know all the references in title of show mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly yeah. and uh and i don't enjoy that yeah they're bad <laughs> <laughs> they're bad people i, I no, am a it's just not enjoyable no right i, I am a bad musical theater dork in that i am like not as well versed as i should be because my degree is in musical theater oh uh, embarrassingly wow. enough yeah that's that's embarrassing in a lot of ways for you. <laughs> it's embarrassing in a lot of ways <laughs> um but my degree is in musical theater and i but 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 i didn't have to take any like 
history class of I didn't have to take theater history and so I missed out on a bunch of like for some reason theater performance had to take theater history but musical theater did not have to take theater mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. and so I missed out on a bunch I got like a smattering of musical theater history with like the golden age and then like Sondheim in the 70s and then like modern stuff um, but so I know a little bit about Sondheim and I know a little bit about musicals but I don't know a lot and also I was never the one to I was never the musical fan who did know all the people and like knows every recording and knows every show and everything. I just know it's the ones. It's a lot to keep in your brain. I, I've right. never been that about like anything though. Like my uh, my husband Jack knows a lot of like sports stats, and that's mm. also the thing that I'm just like my my brain likes to hold concepts, not like right. exact names and numbers. That's funny because I am that way with Star Wars. I love names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mike is. Mike can do but all the other names. other than that, I don't. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, who the people were who made the country. There was the guy with the kite, I want to say. Benjamin Franklin. A- a- Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> That's a joke, because oh, uh, a week after I was in Philadelphia, or in Seattle, rather, I was in Philadelphia, and we did a lot of Revolutionary War stuff, but... um. You did like you. You guys did Revolutionary War yeah, stuff, yeah. We like Boston a bunch Tea of Party. Tea into yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sounds like a good trip. But yeah. so okay, my um, my my company thing recently was that. Uh, gosh, how long has it been now? It Come hasn't been a year. Um, that uh, I came home from I think some kind of work trip or something, and Caitlin had just started watching um, Into the Woods. Okay, on like, YouTube, they the they like version? shot it oh, for okay. PBS. Yeah, like they okay, shot yeah. the Bernadette Peters. Yeah, um, it's a classic. And she had only gotten maybe ten minutes in before I got home, and I just like sat down and watched the rest with her. I had seen the that on on a stage once or twice before, so I like knew what yeah, I. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> it's uh it's a commonly done High School Musical yes. when it it shouldn't it be. shouldn't because like, it's about fairy tales, but then they're like. No, no high schooler can sing this complicated. No, no. Of we, you know what's thumbs. funny? We talked about this very premise with a music man or the music man uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. Music man? And yeah, the definite, the the one, Professor Harold Hill. <laughs> yeah. Um, how how nobody in high school can sing barbershop quartet harmonies, especially the boys, no. and nobody can do that first song. They're like, "What do you talk? What do you talk? What do you talk? No, what do you talk?" Because it's just sort of I, I, nonsense. I am not one to talk though. Although I. I don't know why this is my fault. I had a very, um, just a very odd high school theater teacher who always wanted us to do material far beyond anything that was appropriate for high schoolers. And so we uh, one year did uh, Per Gunt, which is, oh, my dog's all upset about it. Uh, per Gunt is Ibsen's seven hour unstageable play. Um, you did Ibsen did, in high school? Mm-hmm, I did Ibsen in high school. I did uh, Ionesco's Rhinoceros about no. people who turn into rhinoceri because of fascism. No. Um, uh, we did, uh, uh, and we did um, Candide, which is a Voltaire novel that became an operetta. What? And oh no one God. can sing. Like, I'm very glad I was and never shall be a soprano. Uh, was never and shall never be a soprano. I was. Um, I was <laughs> yeah, you, you were. were. Uh-huh. I tell. I I always joke that Mike Gospel and I have the same range. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the 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 poor poor girl who got Kunaganda, who's like the the female lead and a first 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 soprano. Oh um, my God. Just just no one no one can hit 
those notes besides like no. maybe five people in the world and most of them ain't in high school. <laughs> that yeah. is so, it, it is always funny thinking about a high school, even doing something like Into the Woods or something that's just sort of like a bit. In fact, it's funny to me anytime a high school even does Grease because it's like, the, oh, with like Greece, the abortion if, talk. If Greece stuff? has any value, it is that it is sort of like looking at high school from an adult's point of view. But like, you have yeah. no irony if you're doing it in high school. Guys, this is great. You've you've now named three of the shows I did in high school. All right, indeed. Because we did candy. No, you yeah, also we're crazy. Candied? We did candy. No, please tell me you played played Paquette. We did. That's we did. Like my my high school theater director was very anti like dark material because he hated because we would do a uh, a fall musical and then a spring one act play and the one act play was for c- competition for the state competition and you would go through the levels and then get to state if you did well enough and he hated how like people did all these dark and gritty and like really stuff like i, I must presumably your director did like very <laughs> dark and oh, like yeah. there was this play called the radium girls which i don't know if you guys have heard, know about that yeah. but it's like they get um uh cancer from like licking like are you uh they were painting watch faces yes and, and then they would put them in their mouths and they would yes, get like jaw like, cancer yes yeah. because they got radium poisoning mm-hmm. and like they always would joke about that play or like the elephant man or like all or, like, these really heavy hour or something i feel like a yes, lot of um, yes yes like high heavy schools do children's hour yeah. heavy stuff that's like not good for high schoolers and so he would always do like shakespeare <laughs> comedies instead for our one act plays but then one year so i didn't do i didn't do into the woods as a musical in high school i did the first act of into the woods as a one-act play spoken <laughs> oh no, my god stop Agony. yeah no misery no, no. <laughs> yep. so like and those was... parts those parts in the film version of rent where they like speak the songs yeah and it's so awkward i don't know if you've seen the film version of rent not. but it's it's very bad um yes it, I have. it take it has most of the original cast which makes yeah they're think all like, like in their late 30s yeah well yes. that's sort of like dear 40 year old evan hansen uh-huh. um but yes. Uh, and then I think they just wanted to make it more palatable and Rent is an operetta. And so they just took half the songs and made them spoken, but like didn't take out the rhymes and no. like, the uh. stuff that makes it like, why would anyone speak this? That, like, we, makes me feel embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cringe. There, there, there was like rule, competition rules that you couldn't do musicals. So like you couldn't have singing or like music or whatever like performed music and singing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was just all spoken. And yes, Mike, I was Cinderella's prince and I did say agony, <gasps> that is misery. So funny. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just I, I have great. already been embarrassed for you so many times. <laughs> I know. I know. I look back on, on it. Episode. I look back on it and I'm like, there, is c- that couldn't when be. you got pants? <laughs> I mean, I should have been like, like just justice wise. I should have been pants. Weirdly, though, we, we, weirdly, we did almost get to state with that show. That so we funny. did pretty well. That uh, reminded which, me of the one time I ever did a speech competition. I was never in speech and debate, but a friend of mine was, and she needed a like sort of last minute replacement for her scripted duo partner. Yes. And uh, we watched other, you know, you watch other kids at like the hotel or wherever it is, you know, high school, do other scripted duos. And a duo did a spoken version of For Good from Wicked. Oh, no. <laughs> And I, I remember watching it and I, you know, I'm this. 17 and I was like, this is great. 
No. Yeah, I love. You thought it was great? Were the girls hot or something? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I actually don't remember, but like thinking about being a a senior in high school and being at a speech and debate competition, my guess is hot is not a word I would have chosen. Wow. Mike is profiling speech and debate girls right now. So many speech and debate gals (laughs) coming for you. Hey. I, I okay for you and the <laughs> Mike's like I'm getting Mike's like I'm getting married. I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. Um, wow. But anyway, but we, the uh, truth is out there. Mike yeah. does not care about other women <laughs> because he's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you haven't been on this show yet. <laughs> you don't give a shit about any women. Yeah. Bar yeah. One. He's got one woman. Yeah. But so anyway, we watched Into the Woods on YouTube, <laughs> and, uh, and then we we went down sort of like a YouTube slash streaming Broadway rabbit hole. We watched uh, Sunday in the Park with George, and then um, we looked online to see if if the 2006 company was available anywhere. Yeah, that was and also it was the like, one filmed for PBS. Yes, right. Yeah. And, Raul. And we, Raul. We were on Amazon, and it was like, you can watch that for free if you're a subscriber to Broadway HD, which was that, like, it, it is, I suppose, a, a Broadway streamer, but there's, like... 30 things on it and it's like $13 a month or something insane. So we we got the like seven day free trial or however many day free trial. We watched the Raul Esparza company. We watched uh, Pippin, which was like one of, that's like an absolute favorite of mine, which is, talk about embarrassing. Um, (laughs) And we watched, uh, they did their own production of Title of Show in like a rehearsal room in England. It was all British people, which one of the points I want to make on this episode, we'll get to it later, clearly here 20 some minutes into the episode about company. We should let British people be British. Yes, they can stop doing American accents. Yes, Title of Show takes place in New York City and it's all about being on Broadway. And yes, Company is a New York show, but it could be a London show if it's in London. Yeah. 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 Another hundred people got off the train in London too. Exactly. That I'm thinking of that song specifically and wondering how many like very specific there are random little New York drop-ins. But I I feel like when I saw I saw Avenue Q on the West End in London. Did you? (laughs) And they I thought that they changed it. But now I can't really remember. Like I just remember like like Paying extra attention to the people's pronunciations, like the one that comes to mind is "marry me a little." Marry, you know, like that back of the mouth double T battle. A little, little. oh little. So it wasn't even the "marry." Yeah, "marry" was also that too. Yeah, but But anyway, we watched Company. (laughs) Yeah, in the week that we had Broadway um, HD. Your sometimes musical theater vowels are also more British than they yes, are American. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, and it's a... funny. A lot of these versions. I spent a day last week or the week before listening to something like four versions of Company, just for like the sake of comparison. And so many people are so New Yorky. Raul Esparza, especially, he says like, "Yeah, Susan, sort of Sarah and marry me, like yeah. that sort of East Coast A vowel." Um, trying, yeah. Oh, hurry. <laughs> There's I I was in God I wish I would have seen this but I was in uh, London for for their revi- during their revival of Company in which 
Bobby is played by a woman. Right. Yeah, the first gender swapped. Yes, which I almost, I, we almost they went to now, see that. They now have revived, In like it got shut down because of COVID, and now it's back, but there's a, it's a different woman playing Bobby now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Almost saw it in the West End. We should have, we, but we went to see a really great musical that was new and now is like a movie on Amazon or whatever called Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which oh, was yeah. great. Bianca Del but, Rio was pushing that a lot. I think she might even be in the movie. Yeah, she probably is. It's a drag. It's a drag musical. Speaking um, of the West End, when my family went to the West End. <laughs> We saw a show, speaking of Sondheim, I think I've talked about this on this podcast before, we saw a hip-hop musical, and this is way before Hamilton, this is like 2008, maybe, called okay. Into the Hoods. No! <laughs> oh, and I like, think I've heard It had like that. gorillas music in it. <laughs> no, it was like a jukebox musical well, called Into of, the Hoods. Maybe? Uh, yeah. How did they get the licensing for that? That sounds uh, illegal. Yeah, First, you got to parody into the woods. No, we should let British. Okay, go back to what Mike said. British people. Do you know who lives in New York? British people. Mm-hmm. There are English okay. people in New York. So, like, you could have them just talking about New York, doing their regular accents, and it would. I would be fine with it. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, yeah this makes sense. You're you're all British living pe- people living in New York, yeah. or. I, I, or, I don't know which would take you out of it more, whether it's the like listening for the flaws in the accent or being like, why is everyone in New York British? Because like yeah, the entire cast of company is still in New York, but all British. It's like, what sort of weird like commune yeah. do you all live in? Because yeah. I, I will say, and everyone, deser- once you experience any sort of discrimination, especially as the very discriminated against people that we are. Um, yes, then, then it means everybody else has to, right? So I lived in Ireland for a long time. I went to uh, college over there and then lived there for a couple of years after I graduated. And uh, when I was auditioning, I always felt caught in this really weird world where like, I, I pretty much had to go out for like very specifically American roles uh, uh-huh. because it was mm-hmm. like, they're not gonna just randomly cast somebody with an American accent because then people will be like, Wait, why is this person American? When, that like, makes sense. Hello, American people do live in Ireland just the right. same way British people do live in New York. You know, like yeah. people can live anywhere. Um, sometimes visas, you know, sure. immigration's a whole yeah. clusterfuck. But um, <laughs> sure. can I say the F word on the show? Sure. Uh, great. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and but then and I even thought I was getting pretty good at a couple of the like nine thousand different Irish accents that exist. Um, but I was always like, but if I do that, they'll just give it to a native, somebody who yeah. natively speaks with an Irish accent sure. before they're going to give it to a woman putting on an Irish accent. Sure. Right. So, totally. so I, I, um, I didn't book a lot is the, uh, is the moral of that story. <laughs> sure. Which is why we need to stop giving American roles to Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Okay. But I will say if, uh brits and aussies and all of them have a real leg up because they grow up watching Watching american television and movies that's true Um, so yeah the other day like jack and i were trying to come up with a list of prestige specifically prestige male actors that weren't british and it was tricky <laughs> yeah. because um i guess there's a group of four of them that all lived together at one point i'm trying to remember who it is it's um 
It's uh, Robert Pattinson, the mm. the one who played uh, Stephen Hawking and yes. is in um, um, the yeah. Harry Potter the Fabulous Girl. Beasts yeah. movie. Why can't yep. I pull yep. this freaking What's... name? What the hell? It's... I, uh, 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 just uh, uh, let me do uh, if I do this. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, who, 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 who am I? Who am I? Like? Who am I? Who am I? Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne. Wow. Yes. That is hilarious that not one of us could pull it. <laughs> no, oh, that was that was that was difficult. Um, I believe Tom Holland. Let me double check on this. Okay, that is so <laughs> just wild. Just googling Eddie Redmayne roommates. Uh, <laughs> Robert. Okay, and you know all their parents are probably rich too, which is why they're all roommates. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, speaking Eddie of Red, I'm somebody also in Google musical Eddie Redmayne, theater Redmayne. doing uh, American accents in New York, um, freaking what's his face, Andrew Garfield. Oh wow! And yeah. uh, Jamie Dornan. Oh, we're all, sure. wow. all roommates at one wow, point in time. Wild. And then we were like, oh, when somebody told us that, we were like, well, you just named all the young prestige male actors totally we can't think yeah, of any american crazy. ones now. so wait tom holland was not in that group? no sorry tom oh, okay holland i was like not. two british spider-mans is... live together <laughs> that would have been no but wild. the other one is charlie cox who's daredevil oh weird yeah wow. the, one, the recent one the one that was on netflix mm-hmm huh? And I think he's Irish in real life, or maybe real he's life. British. I can't remember. <laughs> real life, not on, not on TV. Not in, not in Daredevil life. So what's life. company? <laughs> what's company, company about? It's uh. All right, this is gonna be a long here's, episode. Here's the right? well, you know what's convenient is we talked no, we about it, it recently on the Everything Everywhere All at Once episode. It is a, um, it is a like series of vignettes. It is, yes. it is sort of a non-traditional, it's not t- exactly like a linear story in the way that, you know, say Wicked is. It's a concept musical. There you go. Like a comet pulled from orbit. Uh-huh. Like, a, like a seed dropped by a sky bird. <laughs> in a <laughs> distant wood. Is this doing it for you right now, Mike? Or are you like, this is so good? Mike yeah. is like, this yeah. is really this, good This is good, stuff. and I know it's good because I'm not attracted to any of you. <laughs> yeah. Because he always gets attracted married. to one person, and that's, that's right. Caitlin. Yeah. No speech and debate, people. <laughs> <laughs> so Company is about... Uh, so I watched the Raul Esparza version uh, yeah. okay. over so the weekend. Okay, so your first to sort of introduction to it, Mike, was, was Raul Esparza. Yeah, and in fact, so Caitlin had seen Josiah. that in New York, so she was like, let's, let's find oh. that, because I saw it, and it was so cool. Oh, wow, so she's good. that live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. Jealous. Um, and that is also the first one, my introduction to So the Company. first one I watched was actually five or so years ago. I also watched it late for a musical theater person. I should have seen it sooner. But the first one I watched was the Neil Patrick Harris film. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Which is interesting and done more like a concert. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also not as good, in my opinion, as the 2006 like revival mm-hmm. one. The 2006 um, revival, I just remember blowing my mind. I watched it in yeah. college. I, I think I watched it pretty pretty much like right after it came out bless pbs um yeah and i was like i was a musical theater dork mm-hmm. loved doing musicals but was like look at them all playing those instruments yeah and i was I know. just floored They're i like was so impressed a i thought it was the coolest thing side by side I'd ever seen <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i thought it was the coolest thing i'd ever seen 
Yeah. They they, they are the most talented cast I've ever so seen, talented. maybe. Although there is some times where I'm like, it does seem like maybe they could have found a slightly better actor, but they were like, this guy plays Trump. Sure, sure. So we're going to get him in here. Yeah, I mean, Josiah, why do you think you've been put in so many things? Don't even <laughs> joke about that, Brie, because it's because I play violin and I know that. <laughs> That's so untrue. I know I, that. No, I my guitar. violin has gotten... And guitar. My violin has I'm gotten me so many chain. jobs. <laughs> no, it's so true. <laughs> it's not even a joke. It's so true. My violin has gotten me so many jobs. And good for these guys who, and it's all the guys. That's what I, the, not all the guys. A few of the guys, I'm like, eh, they're okay. But I'm like, they, it works for me because it's like also a concept musical. And so it's less about the actors individually and more about the like songs and like the ideas the writing of the show is the star yeah and 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 i will i will say that being said i i was thinking about before this how i don't clock a lot of the male characters besides well originally written male characters um Mm -hmm. besides bobby in company and i think it's because that's the production I'm most familiar with. Right. Um, and like the yeah. characters that I remember besides Bobby are like Amy and Joanne mm-hmm. and Marta. Yeah. Cause right. like they're all freaking killing it. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the guys are a little blase, but like totally serviceable. Totally fine. But I think, I also think that's how it's written because the women are more important to right. Bobby. Yeah. They're like, the only tenderness he's ever known. Yeah. Like the only relationship that like gets slightly deeper with any of the men is the one with I just have the wiki up so I can remember everybody's names is the one with Peter right in which Peter's like have you ever done gay stuff yeah. and Bobby's like yeah of course it was the seventies when this came out we've all done gay stuff come yeah, on right. man the seventy like having listened to the Raul Esparza one so much in the last couple months. When I listened to the OG cast, I was like, damn, this is groovy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like right after this... the Summer of Love, right? Because like, yeah, it came I mean, out it in sounded like hair. It sounded like Pippin. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But like, that's like the only sort of deeper connection he has with any of the men is this right. conversation of like, have you ever had a homosexual experience? Mm-hmm. And then like, Peter's not joking, but Bobby is like, ha 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 hilarious yeah, right. you're putting one on and peter's like i actually yeah. would like you and it's like that's the only deeper conversation he has with any male character and then all the women are like we're in love with you bobby and we want you to be with the right woman right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone's obsessed with everyone this guy. is obsessed which with bobby. which in in the song poor baby my favorite lyric in the entire show and it made me so sad in the gender swapped one that they just sort of neutered this line is She's tall enough to be your mother. <laughs> I think that is so funny and clever. And in the and in the gender swap one, it's you know they're talking about the the guys she's dating, and one of them is she, he's young enough to be your son. And I was like, well, oh. that is the right. That's what that they're like the thing. playing on. But <laughs> yeah, but the, we the, aren't the joke using is that, that literal line. Said it we're using a line yeah. that instead doesn't make any sense. When you right. go that far with it, yeah, yeah, yes, she's right. tall enough to be your mother is hilarious. Right. That's so she's funny. young enough to be your son is perverted. Like, yeah, like, that's like really a little and bo- boy's underwear. 
Yeah, and Bobby, we know you're only 35. So, right. like, you should not be dating someone who's young enough to right. be your son. Right, right. Because that's not good. <laughs> Which I told Mike before the show, I was like, Raul Esparza, obsessed with being in musicals about his birthday, mm-hmm. tick, tick, boom. Mm-hmm company it's always yeah. got to be his birthday you know what else is funny that i learned in all my researching of this the next thing he did after company was a pinter play oh, oh. so presumably the there was party? a matinee a pinter play <laughs> yes was uh, it about his birthday <laughs> isn't yes. that a pinter play the birthday party uh probably. it is yeah Let me see what was was the home you're, coming. You're, but isn't there a birthday in that there is a Maybe. play called The Birthday Party thank by Penn. Thank you. Yes. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. But he did The Homecoming. I, okay. And after that, could you imagine if after that he did a piece of Mahler's? <laughs> what jokes are you making, Mike? Because they're going over my head. They're, they're in Ladies Who Lunch. Okay, yeah, yeah, A matinee, yeah, yeah. a pinter play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. By the way, my Joanne is like, Ethel Merman. <laughs> Isn't she also like, Law and Order, SBU? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the one he's on? He's on one of the Law and Orders. Yeah, he's on one of the Law and Orders. He was on, I think it is SVU. to that. <laughs> and one for Ice Cube. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Law and Order SV uh, Organized um, Crime. But so it's about it's about a guy who's turning yeah, he's five, an and he's like uh, he's constantly single. He he doesn't want to get married. He wants to get married a little. And then uh, maybe a little, but he kind of doesn't. He kind of doesn't like get it. You know, know? kind of like Bobby. He's got the good. He doesn't have the good things, but he doesn't have the bad things. But he doesn't have the good things. Yeah, that's true. These are all lines from the show. Yeah, and so it like centers around his thirty fifth birthday. They come kind of back to this birthday party as like a re. It that's like the the nexus of it all. That's the um, yeah the. What's the center of an atom? The The nucleus. Nucleus, Nucleus, thank you. Uh, That's like the nucleus. And then these like protons and electrons spin all around the birthday party and spin all around him that are his friends, mostly married and engaged and getting divorced friends. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the the good and crazy people. His his married married friends. friends. And uh, Mm -hmm. then a few... Uh, love interests, a few uh, people yes. that he is casually dating. Yes, Bobby is my hobby, and I'm giving it up. Mm. I uh, just this weekend we Bye-bye. were like, singing all sorts of company songs, and I changed my Twitter bio from like actor improviser in Chicago, anarchy whatever, to a Susan sort of Sarah, a Jenny ish Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I like that. I love that song. I think it's so clever. Oh, there's I love so the... many clever songs in this musical. This yeah. is yeah. this yeah, is it's very clever. One of my favorite musicals, and I believe it's my favorite Sondheim. Yeah. 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 Same. Have it's you my... seen the the cast album recording documentary that they then spoofed on Documentary Now? I've only I've seen, seen the bits spoof. of it. <laughs> okay, but I so I kind of understood I, I what they were had doing. Seen it. Yeah. I had only seen it as well, and then we we found it in like clips on YouTube. And yeah. They so like the joke at one point is they make Paula Pell is playing this sort of Joanne character and they make her like sing the song over and over and over and it's called like I gotta go <laughs> and like after each time she sang it she's like guys I do really have to go and that is essentially exactly what they did to poor Elaine Stritch they they recorded all day long with the entire ensemble and she was like the last on the slate to do her song 
and they had to record it like a dozen times. Oh my god! And you could see the like producer and Sondheim and a bunch of the like kind of creative direction folks in the booth going, mm, "It's flaccid." Flaccid. <laughs> they word. They, they used the word flaccid to describe and, a lame and they told her over and over like this people. isn't this isn't it like you're it's not it's not coming across. Then the next day she came back in in the morning and just like knocked it out in one. It's like oh she's tired. She was tired. <laughs> she was very tired. <laughs> it was the end yeah, of the day, guys. Not like the human yeah. voice is ever affected by anything like that. It is so funny to watch. I mean, not funny. It's it's almost like tragic. Yeah. But like, she's she's just like like spilling her blood, and they're just like, nope, let's do one more because that Classic. was that made me feel nothing. <laughs> I just remember that like when I looked up company the original for the first time, the guy who pl- is Bobby is like <laughs> this is such a weird like connection, but he was in the. Um, the Herbie movies? The Herbie movies, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the ones, no, there were original ones before The ones from like Lohan, the 50s or before something. Before Lohan yes. knocked it out yeah. of the park. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The original, the original Herbies. Yeah. Um, and I just remember being like, oh, it's the guy from Herbie. And I was like, I didn't know he was like a singer. <laughs> and I think probably back then people were like, oh, the guy from Company. He's, now yeah. he's in Herbie. Now he's in Herbie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Although Herbie came out first. I was going to say, I think it's, yeah, reverse. But then the later Her- Herbies came out after. I'm looking it up now. The first Herbie came out in 68. Guys, should we just do um, Herbie? Yeah, we should just, do Herbie. I love those to- movies. <laughs> I've never seen them. The low. I, I, well, I will Neither. say I've never seen those ones. Yeah, you saw, you saw got, the low hand, I've got Herbie fully loaded on loop in my condo constantly. Ready to yeah. go. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a great it's a great flick. Um, um, just just because I have it all written down here, I do have a ranked order of the four uh, cast albums I found readily accessible on Spotify without oh. digging too far to see if there was a fifth or sixth. Good. Or however ranked order in terms say, of like how much you liked them? How much I okay. like them, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Raul Esparza, number one. Okay, yeah. 2006, 2007. Yeah. Uh, original number two. Interesting, because it was so groovy. Because it's so groovy. Yeah. It's, it's set the stage. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's funny though? Uh, in other versions, they try to uh, break away from some of the kind of old timey phrases. Yeah. Uh, or th- like, well, like, they and did in like the a 2006, rewrite 2000... of it at yeah, one point right. where they truly did update the book. Which, yes. by the way, I feel and like we should we haven't mentioned yet is by um, Firth. Firth. I think Who Firth? Name? Oh, yeah, yeah. George yeah. Firth. Yeah. George. Just yeah. so weird acknowledge that like it's yes, not yeah, the yeah, book yeah. is by George all, all Firth on time. but um they they use a lot of those kind of old timier things in the 2006 one and I think they work I mm-hmm. I like I listen to him and I hear him say things like you know what I think of the Seagram's building isn't that funny I'm like I, I guess <laughs> also, do you know New York well enough to know if that's even no. so, so like that's but not it old sounds, timey it sounds it's like just... no but I know but like even just like Seagram's like referencing Seagram's to me sounds like something that like a grandpa would do and the it Seagram's makes me go heiress, like, as, I like as this. Bethany Remley may have told you uh, mm-hmm. how that's right. Nexium <laughs> yes it's uh, all connected. That's what I think of when I think of Seagram's I'm now. trying to think of other instances of that. I, I can't remember, but um, they, or like, um, what's her face, Joanne, saying, "When are we 
going to make, make it. it. I do <laughs> love it. that. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. And I guess as like as as even in 2006, I was like, yeah, my mom would say something like "make it," and like <laughs> sure. trans, like my mom's age, you right, know. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She used to ask who was going with who. Yes, yes. Like, going with. Is your friend going with that guy? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It seemed appropriate to me in 2006. Perhaps now. I hate this, but 16 years later. Um, <sighs> I, 2006 was yesterday. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I just was love five all of those. Ago. I want to say words like that again. <laughs> 1990 mm-hmm. was 10 years ago. It's fine. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wonder if, if that's going to become a little less realistic. But to me, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, Joanne would totally say make it. And also totally. make it sound filthy. <laughs> Make when it. are we going to make it? <laughs> you know what else is funny? The, at the time, even in 1970, the vodka stinger was sort of out of fashion, and this show made it sort of spike. Like people started ordering vodka stingers. Incredible! Now I want I mean, honestly, I do. Uh, I I I don't plan on getting divorced. Um, I care for my husband and child very much. Um, I mean, not that you stop caring for your child when you get divorced. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I want to get divorced for my child. (laughs) Can I do that? Um, But I also think I would make an excellent divorcee. And I idolize Joanne. Any if Joanne drinks vodka stingers, I want to drink vodka stingers. Oh, totally. Yes. She's the yeah. whole ass vibe She's of this show. Whole ass vibe. She really is, and she gets the best. She gets the best jokes and the best right. lines. Absolutely, and, and, she's got the most power. She gets, she's tall enough to be he, enough your to mother. Be mother. <laughs> and in the Rollo Sparza ver- version, she's first off smoking hot. Second <laughs> off doesn't have to play real instruments like everybody else. Right. Yeah. She plays yes. triangle like <laughs> once. She's yes. wandering around like, Ding. I love yeah. that detail. Ding. I think it's perfect. Because like Joanne really would be is. like, no, I'm not blowing into all that things like that, work. that I think <laughs> yeah. are like really, that really serve the show despite also being like, you know, the trend in the mid 2000s of like once and other shows like that where everyone plays instruments on stage or like how they well, did um, Sweeney that. Todd that way. Yeah, right. It really did. Um, yeah. That, like, it it served the show like yeah. his world is made up of his friends you know like there's there's so many things in this show that are are like artistic choices that do serve the show mm. like how how everybody like the staging is it's just the same there's like the column with like the clear table around it and like the mm-hmm. clear boxes like Everything is nondescript because it's just a bunch of apartments in New York. We don't need to see them, like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and I think as much as, sure, they did go back to it at one point and try to update it a little bit just language-wise. And mm-hmm. we've still got make it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I do think so many of the themes are timeless. Of course. Uh, yeah. You know, the, Much the like, way that people are connected, I, I don't think is ever truly going to go away. Right. No. Yeah. The fact being that nervous this, about getting married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being like, like marry me a little is get ready. Mike <laughs> is the perfect description of, or sorry, not marry oh, me a little. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Grateful is the perfect description oh, uh-huh. of marriage. Like you're yes. always sorry. You're always grateful. 
Um, mm, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's just like a wonderful yeah. encapsulation of yeah. what that commitment is. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like it all hits you. Like, like I'm not married. Uh, but I, I like, you almost are. Hear yeah, that almost. And like, yeah, and no, this you've is already right. They got this shit right. about women, so you're pretty close. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're already like halfway yeah. there, man. And like, marry me a little is one where, like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is feelings I had in like high school. In like, high yeah, school. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, not like about, you like, actually getting like, getting married. Ready to get hitched. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. that MR degree. <laughs> yeah, MR yeah. Degree. Uh, yeah, I'm ready MR for degree. it. Uh, well, we should it, we should probably like so clever and smart. Yeah, we should. I mean, we have a we, lot yeah, more to should. say, but we should we go do. to the break real fast and yeah, come and back. Before we do, um, speaking of Joanne getting all the best lines, I do want to do a really quick. Wait, uh, you didn't well, finish yes. telling us your top four recordings. Oh, sorry, just said the top oh, yeah. two. We can maybe so, there's a fifty fifty chance of what the other. Well, yeah, so 2006, 1970, and then the London revival, the gender swap. I think that is a fun idea. I think it's novel. I I'm happy that like the women get like the the meaty parts, yeah. and that Patty Lapone is still there. And but, it's like, not 100. Like not all of the parts no, were gender right. swapped, just some of them. I, yeah. I think there are moments where it's like, oh, that that did shed new light on this concept yeah you know like when like poor baby it's the men up at night saying like gosh you know that hot friend of ours <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it, it does baby. it does like change it a little but other than that i feel like it's just like oh this is fun and and, yeah. and like uh, commitment phobia is such a stereotype for men and i'm not sure. saying it's not more common within male identified people but like right right it it is one of the things that irks me just a little about this show is like, okay, mm-hmm. another guy who can't like, Am I commit. Gonna check like, for you? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. this, this could be true of a woman as yeah. well. Like, it doesn't have right. to just be about perpetuating right, right. that male stereotype. Yeah. Totally. Um, and then the last one is the 1996 London cast. But I will say, Sheila, yeah, Sheila Gish, who is the Joanne in that 1995 London version, is. Out of this world, incredible, insane, and amazing. Oh no, did we lose Brie? I think we lost Brie. <laughs> well, this is a good moment as any to go to the break. Oh wait, but yeah, you were going to tell us a thing real quick. I was, um, but I'll let, we'll we can go to the break now, and then we'll get we'll uh, get Brie back in the mix here. Yeah, so let's go to the oh, break, and we then go. we'll come back, and Michael tell us the thing he was going to tell us. We. Yeah. Now we're back, and we're back, uh, okay. and we're Bobby, baby, Bobby, Bobby, baby, Bobby. <laughs> So you actually, you bring up a good point. Before we do the game for this week, which I have here, um, what I was teasing right before, we all had technical difficulties except for Josiah. Uh, so not embarrassing for you, Josiah. What can I say? You should but be so not embarrassed. I did, I am His pantsless. little boy underwear. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we were talking about how Joanne gets all the best lines, and I uh, that made me remember that I have my top five favorite bobbies. Oh. Uh-huh. This is Mike's top five favorite bobbies. Uh, starting with, the, of this of course is uh, in the intro and all the different versions of the song where all of his friends say like, Bobby, honey, yeah. things like that. Robert, Robert are you coming to dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Number five is by Harry... And it's Bob. <laughs> I think that's very funny. 
the next one is one of the first, or the, the one of the two rather appearances of Joanne on this list. Bobby Love. <laughs> Bobby Love. Uh, number three is with a bullet. Bobby Booby. <laughs> oh, Bobby yeah. Booby is. Yeah, Bobby I think Boobie's that's really that's good. the one I say all the time, and Bobby then I Boobie question myself, great. and I go. Did that actually happen in the show? Or do I just like saying booby? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like booby in the yeah. way that that oh, guy Oh, kind of like booby, uh, like yeah, a little Yiddish almost, yeah. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Uh, okay, number two, and it's it's surprising that this isn't number one because it's also Joanne, and it is also great, but there is one better. Number two is Robbie! <laughs> 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 she like yeah. practically yells <laughs> and i also just you just like channeled her right there <laughs> yeah you really did that was uh-huh. joanne encapsulated and number one on my list of top five bobbies is by larry of all people and it is robo <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway too many names too many <laughs> names for one man yeah uh, okay, so that was not the game. That was just my little fun thing. Mm. So this week we have a game. It's called In Good Company. <laughs> sometimes theater stars cross over into the more mainstream film and television world, and sometimes film and television stars are thrust into the musical theater world as we say stunt casting. Mm. Uh, in this game, I will name a famous movie or TV show, and then you have to tell me who from that movie or show has been in a production of Company. Um, I'll alternate questions between you. Like, you'll get your own question. Um, if you get it wrong, your opponent has a chance to um, make a guess for a steal. For Great. A bonus is point. it multiple choice? It is not. But <laughs> for some, I'll give you the point if you say something like, oh, it was that guy who plays the dad in right. Succession instead do, of saying Brian Cox. If I can do Re- Eddie Redmayne's voice. <laughs> Even yeah. if I if I can yes. make his his full lipped yeah. face, right? If then he's like, oh, it's a Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a Hufflepuff. Now let's see. So yeah, if you describe it, that's good enough for me. So um, the the first two here are funny because they come with a caveat uh, as opposed to it's just the straight show or TV or show or movie rather. So first up is Brie. Mm. Your uh your show is Thirty Rock, but parentheses fewer than ten episodes. Mm. Well, Elaine Stritch, right? Well, Elaine Stritch is correct. And in fact, uh, she was in something like nine. And Patty Lapone is also in like three. <laughs> wow. So I would have also accepted oh, Patty Lapone. Wow. Yeah, I feel like they've had a few. Well, um, Cheyenne Jackson. I don't know if he was ever he did in company? company. I don't oh. know, but he's like a big musical yeah, theater they person. They have New York people uh, in now. Yeah, all the time, so like yeah. I feel like again, it's like an episode of Law and Order SVU. Right, like everybody's right. been on Broadway. Which which is uh, 30 which is conspicuously not on this list because everyone's been in Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so Brie has one. Josiah, you are next. Oh shoot, did I Maybe um, you will okay, need Josiah. a tiebreaker? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think I just gave Josiah one more question than I gave you. <laughs> Uh, just but give it to because Maria. I'll cut you his don't last one. Like women. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, Josiah. Your question is: Thirty Rock, one hundred and twenty-nine episodes. Oh, geez, that's a lot of episodes. Um, I'm trying to think of the main cast. Who who of them would be in company? Uh-huh. Um, take your time, JJ. <laughs> I'm taking my time. Do we have a time limit? Is it J- is it Jane Krakowski? It is Jane Krakowski. Okay, that was gonna <laughs> yeah, be my okay. guess too. So I wanted to steal. Who did she play though? 
She was one of the women. I, I honestly don't remember. Um, I don't have the, it up in front of me. Either April, Marta, or um, Kathy? One of those, because I don't think yeah. she was I wonder, um, Amy. I, I she, don't this was in 1995. A, yeah. Uh, oh, well, Amy, you have to be able to sing uh, yeah. Not Getting Married, which is... Uh, I like so many... Not getting married! Which is in one (laughs) of the... Not getting married. I'm not getting married! Wait, was she Scottish? She played... (laughs) No, but... uh, Well, or Northern. I might not be doing it well. Oh, okay. She played April. She was the flight attendant. Okay. Oh, Uh, because that's what I was going to... The next one is for Josiah, which means I wide-eyed, ditzy April, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the one that I, I yep. fucked up and had one too many questions is um, How I Met Your Mother. Of course, Neil Patrick Harris was mm. Robert in that uh, like 2011 Philharmonic film. But it goes back to Brie. Your show is NBC's Hannibal. Oh, I think Brie is frozen right oh, now. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see if she can come back. Sorry. I think I oh. just got my internet back working. Uh, oh, yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, for some reason, my stupid computer transferred me over from my Wi-Fi, which I use all the time, to generic Xfinity Wi-Fi. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> well, first of all, my Wi-Fi. My, wi-fi. my Wi-Fi. Actually, <laughs> we, our Wi-Fi is called "Take My Wi-Fi, Please." Uh, uh, nice. Very good. And also, what did you say after you said that you okay, messed yes. up? Because the question was for Josiah. Right, mm-hmm. so you're tied up one-to-one. It goes back to you. The, mm-hmm. the show that you need to name someone who is in company is NBC's Hannibal. NBC's Hannibal. The Hannibal Lecter show. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, Which, doesn't that star, that like the guy who's the villain in Casino Royale who cries blood? Yeah, I think so. So he's literally the only person I know who's in it, so I'm going to say the guy who's the villain from Casino Royale who cries blood? Right, Mads Mickelson. You know what's funny? I just watched Casino Royale, or the first chunk of it. Um, no, it is not him. Mm. Uh, Josiah, do you have a guess? I've never seen an episode of Hannibal, and that's the only guy I know who's in it, too. So I'm going to say uh, it's the guy. I don't know who it is, but they play Joanne. That's not uh, allowed. It is- <laughs> Those aren't the it rules. It is... <laughs> it is Raul Esparza. Oh, yes, no. Raul, get it. He work. Is, um, get your you know, work. You know in uh, Silence of the Lambs at the end of it when Hannibal says, I'm having an old friend for dinner. Mm-hmm. He's talking about this like other psychiatrist and in the show Hannibal, Raul Esparza <gasps> plays that character. So he gets Good for eight. him. Well, his character gets eight later in the canon. Yeah. The canon, mm. if so you will. So he's like playing a pre-eaten... Man, a pre-eaten yeah. man. Yeah. Wow, yeah. juicy! Aren't we all? Hey, hey, I said the yeah. Yeah, same joke. That's a that's a meaty roll. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. nice. Yeah. Um, all right, we return to Josiah. Your uh, TV show is Mad Men. Christina Hendricks Ooh. playing April. I knew that. That is correct. Yeah, Barcelona. Um, okay, Bree, yours is. Bridgerton. Oof. I've only seen the first season because I heard okay. the second season isn't even sexy. That's what I've heard as well. <laughs> what's the point? Uh, what's the point? I mean, I'm married. I got to get it someplace, right? <laughs> uh, um, 
Oh, who were all the people in that show? There were so many like young actors mm-hmm. that I don't think would have ever been appropriate for company unless they did a very <laughs> inappropriate mounting of it. Um, and they did it at your high school. Hey, I love an inappropriate mounting. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah, they did it at my high school. Um, and. I will say the woman who plays the queen. Oh. Uh, no, Josiah, do you have a guess for a steal? Is it the woman from the... The woman who plays Bobby in the gender-bent remounting? It is not, but it is from that show. It is the man who plays Jamie, a.k.a. Amy, Amy. the not-getting-married guy. He's also in the uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge show Crashing. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard of that show. I haven't watched that? it. And um, he also got an Olivier Award for his portrayal of Jamie. I think that's right, yes. So what's his wow. name? Wow. His name is Jonathan Bailey. Okay. Jonathan and who does he play in Bridgerton? Bailey, I, think. Um, I think he's, his name is something Bridgerton. Uh, Caitlin no, watches the, it and I don't. Like Colin she's like, oh, Bridgerton in, or, I'm yeah, trying to remember the Bridgerton of, brother names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. What a stud. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Josiah, this next one is for you, and it is especially fun and funny to me because the TV show in question is Hustle. <laughs> ah, no. This is we, Mike's favorite show. We've talked about this on the show a lot. This is a BBC show that I love. Yes, and, I actually, uh, I was listening to your latest episode okay. with Bethany and heard you <laughs> mention it, and Got now it. I kind of okay. want to watch it. Yeah, I know, it's, it's it sounds pretty fun. good. It's on Amazon. <laughs> well, since it's BBC, I'm going to guess that it's a British mounting again. But maybe the older one? I have no idea. Really I have no have guess. A, a guess. I am going to say... Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is not Eddie Redmayne. Uh, but it, you're you're right on target there, Josiah. It is the Robert of the 1995 London one, played by Adrian Lester, who mm. is the main guy on Hustle. Nice. <laughs> he was Good the first him. black Robert. Oh, cool. Ah, the, like, yes, yes, yes. Thing there. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, these are just getting kind of like crazier. Uh, okay, Bree, the next one is for you. It is, it's actually two movies because I just couldn't resist including the second one. They are The Princess and the Frog and also from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of the voice actors in Princess and the Frog. I really hope... I think I know it. I really hope it's whoever plays the lightning bug that goes Evangeline. yeah and also goes y'all from Shreveport <laughs> <laughs> I have um, never seen the princess and the frog oh Mike rectify that great flick great flick um very sad at some at one point yeah sad poignant <laughs> funny there's a part where they go y'all from Shreveport <laughs> she's stalling yeah. she doesn't know I let me answer know. I'm gonna say whoever uh whoever voices Tiana yeah, that's correct. Yes! I know the name. What is the name? Anika Nani Rose. That is right. <laughs> yeah. Anika Nani Rose. And then uh, she was also, she was also in, in Justin to Kelly. Oh, yeah. She has the filmography she, of dreams. She was also, the her company was that one that um, Neil Patrick Harris was in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, she played, Josiah. Yeah. Yours is, oh, yes, I think, what? I think she played. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't have it written down. 
One, she played one of the girls. There are sure you could drive a person crazy. Girls. Like the three girls. Yeah, yeah. So either she played Mar- April, yeah, she played Marta. Marta. She, she played she Marta. She's like a Marta. Yeah. Uh, Josiah, your next one is Grey's Anatomy, which I did write in parentheses, 26 episodes. Ooh, only Which 26. is a really weird number yeah, for Grey's Anatomy. Because there are like mm. 9,000 episodes <laughs> of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's a lot. <sighs> Patty Lapone. That is not correct. <laughs> Reed, do you have a guess? 26 episodes? I will let you know, neither of you will know this actor's name, I can't imagine, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, I did watch the first, like, five of 92 seasons Uh of Grey's Anatomy. uh Um, So I am going to say uh, it is the... um, No, I would definitely know this actor's name. It's, like, Jeffrey Dean something. Um, but uh, I'm going to say he played Denny, who was Catherine Heigl's right, uh, the guy who died, uh, guy, like fiance who died. Yeah. How to save a life. <laughs> and then she lays, she lays on the floor in a prom dress. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was back before we knew we weren't supposed to like her because she was like hard to work right. with or something. Um, you're really like in the right realm based on my historical memory of Grey's Anatomy. It mm. was not Denny. It is Meredith's mom. <gasps> mm. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kate Burton is her name. And okay. no, I can't remember who she played. <laughs> or even when. I didn't write that down. <laughs> uh, okay. Great. And the last question I'm for you. I'm imagining her as Harry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. Um. Your last question, Brie, is the, a TV show. Wait, is it show- me? No, you're right. I yeah. stole. I tried yeah. to steal. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a TV show. It is the Colbert Rapport. Mm. Is it Stephen <laughs> Colbert? It is. Yeah. He is 2011's uh, one of the guys. <laughs> He's yeah. Harry, I think. Harry, yeah. Yeah. And then Played the see. same role as Meredith's mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Josiah, your last one is a movie, Pretty in Pink. Who I know. Who, who who's I know. in Pretty in Pink? I have no idea. Okay, Bree, you um, John or, Cryer. Yeah, Bri- yes, John Cryer. Yeah. I almost did two and a half men and I was like, no, it'd be funnier if I did oh, Yeah, who plays Ducky? Her problematic should be gay, but is in love with her best friend. Ducky, <laughs> ducky, ducky, <laughs> mallard, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's the game. Yay. Yeah, and that's the podcast. We talked about Star Wars. Bye. Oh my God, we did Star Wars. <laughs> let's get in some. Let's get in some Star Wars points, and then we'll wrap up quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's getting late. Wait, I think I even wrote some down. Let me go back to. Well, so 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 it's from the seventies. Yes, yes. Early seventies versus late, but from they yes. change things as the years go on. They, yes, they, uh, they yeah. Had the sort of had a really cool f word in it earlier, and they changed mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, just like we all forgot Jar Jar Binks existed, right? And how um, Han shoots first, and then he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to find the quote. Um, that Sondheim made about, because even though he called Elaine Stritch flaccid, and I'll never forgive him for that, um, <laughs> I do find him to be a really sort of like 
lovely, poignant human oh, being. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think he has really good views on, like, for somebody who could easily be very set in his ways and, right. like, no mm-hmm. art matters besides my art. Because, like, a lot of artists, especially old white men, um, are like that. But, uh, anyways, talk, talk amongst yourselves while I found this quote. I, I, I wonder if I'm thinking of the same one. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's something like, um, make something like if you're ever want if you want to make art like do it truthfully to yourself because it will be unique because it is you something like that god <laughs> you just was that you was just that pretty to verbatim. hear <laughs> inspirational mike wow um no it's something about like when they updated it and oh, oh, just being like this deserves to be updated like art should be a living breathing thing yes Mm. Um, and so I, I almost feel company does a better job with that than Star Wars always does. 100%. Uh, Star Wars is owned by a company now. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a second. Uh, wait a hold second. on. Hold on. This is all coming together. <laughs> company. Let's see. There's bops. We got great music in both. Sure. Uh, be- better lyrics in company because <laughs> there's not slightly. really lyrics yeah. in Star Wars yeah. music. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, da 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 da, and there's not really yeah. like a good lyric. You um, know? Both feature a character that if somebody says "I love you," might answer "I know." Uh. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> uh-huh. absolutely. Uh, I mean, how many times you get to turn thirty-five? Eleven. <laughs> oh man, you are sardonic, <laughs> my man. This guy is sardonic um, for sure. He has a million different names. Which yeah, I feel like a lot of Star Wars people have like yeah. Multiple names. There's like Queen Amidala and, and Padme and I don't know. Is that ben it? Kenobi, Obi Wan, mm-hmm. Han, Han, Han. <laughs> yeah. Mary, Mari. <laughs> You know, I actually, I meant to look up, was anyone in Star Wars? The, the woman I mentioned in the British one from 1996, Sheila Gish, her husband is Dennis Lawson, a.k.a. Wedge Antilles. Oh, very cool. From the original Star Wars films. All those British actors mm-hmm. being around each other. <laughs> I yeah, also I mean, wrote, speaking of letting British people be British, the person in the 1996 British revival who does the Another Hundred People Just Got Off of the Train, that song, she is straight up doing like Marissa Tomei and My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so, it's like so thick. Another Quad Hundred People Just Got train. Off of the Train. They got off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a dialect coach that was like New York. Uh-huh. Here, here's Sondheim's quote just about the, this is actually about the gender swapped revival. Okay. And this is five days before he died. He wow. said, you can mm. do it in different ways from generation to generation. What keeps theater alive is the chance always to do it differently with not only fresh casts, but fresh viewpoints. It's not just a matter of changing pronouns, but attitudes. Nice, Sondheim. That's right, up right up till the end. Didn't yeah. even he say was shitty too. things right before he died. I'm excited yeah. later this month to talk about um, uh, Sunday in the Park because that was another one where I was like, oh, musical can be art. <laughs> yeah, musical. Yeah. Can musical be is art, art sometimes too. <laughs> I need to watch that one so we can we can do it. We should we should we should wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you you mentioned you listened to it before, but we all pick a unit of measure. Uh, for our one to ten scale, right? So whatever you want it to be, it can be something from Company or something from Star Wars or whatever you want. 
Okay. Normally, it's from something from the topic that we were discussing. Right, right, right. Okay, but okay. Uh, uh, give me a couple examples because I did yeah. listen, but maybe not all the way to the very end. So, like for whenever we did rent with uh, Mike's fiance, Caitlin, her unit of measure. Oh, the only was, woman he cares about. Uh-huh. Yep, exactly. Her unit of measure was a diaper from like from sunset and diapers uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and something and cups of coffee and she gave but it i mean one diaper. That's how many diapers oh i see okay that's the uh, yes. okay. scale of one to ten diapers. One like on a scale of like zero to like bobby booby um no okay. no no yeah 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 yeah. great so like my my unit of measure might be bobby boobies mm-hmm. and i would say i'm gonna give it three bobby boobies yes you know yes but i'm not gonna give it three bobby boobies i'm gonna give it um, okay. I'm going to uh, say my unit of oh, measure is... We all come is, up with our own unit of measure. Yeah. Right. Gotcha, my gotcha. unit of measure is going to be little flutes <laughs> in the Rule of Sparza version. Are, are you are you thinking of piccolos? <laughs> yeah, little flute. Yeah, little flute. Just a little, little baby one. They are little baby flutes, but they have a name. And the name is piccolos. I will call them little flutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mine will be... Um, uh, Something funny. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be um, husbands going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> specifically in poor baby, where they're like, uh, uh, there's no one where in his life. Oh, <laughs> that oh, uh, oh. Um, mine is going to be emphases. Mm-hmm. In, within the sentence, want something, mm. <laughs> um, which is yeah. famously said. Yeah, want something, want something, something. <laughs> and it what it changes some everything. Thing. Want something, want something, something. Want something. I'm gonna say want something. <laughs> I'm gonna. S- Stop! <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give it. We haven't done a good job at at saying how Star Wars it is, uh, but so I'm gonna give it a classic Hasui. It's it's a it's a two. Yeah, I, it's a two. I had that in my head too. Um, it, two little flutes. It is very not terribly Star Wars. Not terribly Star Wars. <laughs> I'll also say and, two, two. But oh. Brie, you can give it whatever you want because you don't well, have to go with us. It is a series of vignettes. And my understanding of the Star Wars universe, <laughs> my very, very researched and uh, yeah. well-versed understanding of the Star Wars universe, um, which I sometimes watch little bits and pieces of while I'm <laughs> on my phone, Um <laughs> Uh, it's that you know that this goes off in lots of different directions too, and it all it all centers mm. around the nucleus, uh, <laughs> which is the nucleus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was I was gonna be shitty and say Grogu, but the Grogu nucleus. Grogu nucleus. Yuck. And so, just for that, I'm going to say it's three. There we go. Want some things? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. It's two twos and a three. 
And this is the first of many episodes of Junesicle Theater Month. So strap in as we discuss Stephen Hotsonai for the rest of the month. It's time to wrap up, though. So do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can That's email so us. perverted, Josiah. You were once a little boy, okay? I know. <laughs> Don't but it's say just something like that. <laughs> it's just something we say, because one time I misspoke and said, do you want us instead of saying, do you want to find us or whatever? And that's just something <laughs> we say. Do you want us on the internet? <laughs> do you want no, us? No, say, if you're listening at home, answering out loud right now, say no, because Josiah was a little boy who wore little boy underwear. <laughs> It's true. They were little tiny whiteies. Little tiny whiteies. Stop thinking about it. And they probably, they were probably like yellow at that point too. You know what I mean? I hate that. Like they were old. I hate that They were old tiny whiteies. They've been out in the sun. (laughs) Yeah, they've been drying. Uh, They were drying on the line. We had to do all that. soaked them in tea. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, Anyway, if if you want us on the internet, especially after all that, you can find us at House Star Wizard on Twitter and Instagram. Email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com because that's what this is, a good podcast. Mm. And you can also check out our Patreon bonus episode every week. There's a monthly commentary, film commentary. We also recently just did an RPG. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's all on there. Patreon.com slash House Star Wizard. But Bree, do you have anything to promote? Sure. Yeah. Um, we're starting to do real, <laughs> real life things again. Um, I do hitch cocktails at uh, the Annoyance Theater in Chicago, 10 p.m. Um, I'm not in every single show, but most Friday nights. Um, that's improvised uh, Hitchcockian thrillers with a drinking game twist. I mm. do Baby Wants Candy sometimes with these two fine gentlemen <laughs> on Saturday nights at 7 and 9.30 at Second City's Johnny Skybox. And I, I am doing a very goofy and semi-bizarre TV show right now called Sven Tooney, um, which if anybody is Midwest natives, you may or may not be familiar with Sven Gulli. Yeah, Sven Gulli. Yeah, who's sort of the Midwest's answer to Elvira, um, but much, yeah. much sexier. Um, oh. And uh, so now they have a, a Sven Gulli after party called Sven Tooney. Um, and <laughs> like they, the number two? Uh, it's actually because it's hosted by this puppet called Toonie the Tuna. It's... <laughs> Oh, you have well, to duh. really go on a journey. I'm with an it. idiot. Of course. Of course. <laughs> You're such an idiot, Mike. <laughs> Come on, Mike. And uh, yeah, so I'm just kind of randomly appearing on some of those. Um, they do sort of like really fun little character bits. Um, and cool. I pop in from time to time as different characters. And you can follow me on Twitter where I post approximately once every three months uh, mm-hmm. and Good. Instagram where you might see pictures of my baby. Uh, those are both at Brie underscore Fitz underscore P. And I don't know. I have a website, but I haven't updated it in a hot second. So mm-hmm. um, don't look at it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Go check out all that stuff. Go see Brie uh, perform. And uh, yeah, that's everything. So ugh, what do I always say? You again? say sandwiches. <laughs> I say sandwiches to Star Wars. It's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So Time for Tubby Bye Bye. Like, yes. <laughs> like we always say, we tubby, love baby. you. Baby Tubby. And baby going for Tubby. <laughs>
Tubby baby, tubby boobies. Tubby tubies. Tubby tubbies. Time for tubby bye bye. Oh man. Bye bye tubby. <laughs> <laughs> bye 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 tubby. <laughs> bye bye tubby. Bye tubby. <laughs> <laughs>